This is another quick edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt. I'm with the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, and we're on the Ragbri Route Inspection Ride. We're riding from, uh, oh, where did we start? Um, we're ending up in Cresco today. Um, sometimes the towns get in the way. We were in Charles City yesterday, uh, so it was a great time. I'm here with uh, a special guest, Craig Cooper, who's a uh, uh, bike shop owner, mechanic, um, bike whisperer extraordinaire on, on the rag bright. Um, Craig, how you doing? I'm doing great. Craig's been riding with us all week and, and fixing our bikes and what ails you. Um, you know, the first thing that we probably noticed is we had 18 flats the first day. We had a bunch of them, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and they were from all over the place. Railroad tracks, punctures. Mm-hmm. Rim, I had, rim strip. <laughs> I had two, and it was all all on the rim strip. So, yeah. you had a you had a little saying that every every um, flat tire has a reason. Absolutely, and that's a you know for all cyclists out there, that's it's just a mantra that you have to live by because if you have a flat tire, you have to find out why it went flat, or you're going to have another flat, mm-hmm. and is evidenced by. Oh, Bob Libby, yeah. Bob Libby, yep. Yeah. Uh, Bob had a had a flat tire, kind of interesting. I was riding beside him. He thought he was out of shape, and uh, <laughs> I said, "No, Bob, you've you've got a rear flat tire." Um, <laughs> and uh, we we went to fix it on the side of the road, and 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 by all accounts, I missed it. Yeah. I I looked, and uh, but yeah. uh, we found it on the next one. That's for sure. Right, right. He had uh, we rode in with him that day, and. It, it kept going flat. He'd pump it up, kept going flat. He'd get about four miles out of it. And finally, we're a mile from the hotel, and he's like, I'm just going to walk it. Um, so, But, you know, that, that happens. you got to keep checking, otherwise you don't know. Right. you got to be a super sleuth and find out mm-hmm. what caused the flat. Sure. Um, what else do you see? I mean, we're, we're, we're Thursday, right? Yeah. What, what do you see normally this time of week? Well, you know, for week-long riders, and we're going to, you know, this year especially, and we we know this, anytime that we're in northwest Iowa, you're rarely out of the saddle, mm-hmm. which means you're in the saddle, <laughs> which means your bottom hurts pretty good. Everybody's right. bottom hurts pretty good by Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, even the most... Uh, comfortable saddles if you're if you're not out of it uh you 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 know you can you have a problem and um you know there's lots of remedies to saddle issues and we can sure go into that if you want to talk about it sure sure well you know a couple of things that i think are really important um it's to make sure that your saddle is level uh Mm -hmm. or that you're uh slightly the nose of the saddle is slightly up we want to be sitting on the back of the saddle on your sit bones and i always always tell folks remember if you can remember back when you could ride a bike no-handed as a child and steer Mm -hmm. your bicycle from your bottom Mm -hmm. and that is a real indicator as to whether you're on your sit bones if you can't do that you probably aren't on your sit bones which means you're on soft tissue and soft tissue doesn't hold up for seven days <laughs> which i think is where i'm at although i think everybody's saddle hurts a little bit yeah yeah that's true and you know you know it's always fun to laugh and joke about people's bottoms but the truth is is that if you're bruised 
you need to take ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, or, or you know, some some sort of uh, something to take down inflammation. Um, and getting back in the saddle after being after being bruised, you know, is is tough first thing in the morning. But you can really work through that. Now, an open flesh wound mm-hmm. and as we might call a saddle sore, mm-hmm. is a much more serious situation. And uh, there's a couple of things that I'll just point out right, you know, right quick. First, using a non, what they call a non-occlusive uh, chamois cream of some mm-hmm. sort. Um, we, we sell or use butt butter, you know. Right. Um, but also being careful to utilize, to use clean hands. Oh, because an infected saddle sore is really no fun. Sure. Um, and uh, my personal mix is if I've ever, I've only had one open saddle sore, but I, I utilize um, Burt's Bees Rescue Ointment in conjunction with a chamois butter uh, mm-hmm. to, to clean that up. But um, it's a real issue, and you gotta you got to pay attention to it. Right. Um, clothing and equipment. I'll, I'm going to guess. You get a, several people that come in and go, my butt hurts. I'm buying a new seat. Right. Um, but is that really the, the deal, or is it is it more legs and training? Well, you know, the legs and training part, uh, Scott Garner and I were talking yesterday. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if you go on RegBright and you're not in shape when you go, you will be by Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now, your bottom's another issue. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, your 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 legs come come around, mm-hmm. at least from from most people with reasonable level of fitness. But you really need to be at one and comfortable with your saddle uh, before you get out there. Um, one of the things that I uh, uh, would always recognize, at least for for men is that we don't want you to sit on your perineum. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to sit back on those sit bones. Um, women, this is something that doesn't come up a lot because folks don't want to necessarily discuss it, but on average, women that have bared, have had uh, childbirth naturally, mm-hmm. their sit bones are uh, on average about two centimeters wider than a lady that has not, and they're drastically different saddles that would get used in that, uh, you know, those situations. Mm, okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about the ride today. What do you think? Oh, I think tailwinds are great. <laughs> is what I think. <laughs> I think there's no substitute for the wind at your back. Um, we, you know, it was a fabulous ride. We, we've had really, really great roads. Um, this you know this whole week, uh, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. with the exception of the gravel earlier in the week, yeah. but um, we've had fantastic roads. The roads today I thought were really good. The towns were interesting. That town of Lawler is going to be a blast. Mm-hmm. You can just feel it. They, right. Those people have our, you know they're they're excited. What a cool ballroom! I mean, that yeah. was really amazing. And, and yeah, it's How's the guy was ready around? to go. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing weddings and concerts and things like that. I, I don't know if you stopped at the Veterans Memorial, but it, they have a spectacular Veterans Memorial in that town. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So. Yeah, cool. Um, Protovin was kind of fun, too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to experience some interesting meats, or <laughs> we call it a meat substitute. I don't know. No, it's not. But uh, we went, uh, a few of us went out to the... Um, uh, 
Borlaug uh, Childhood Family Home Museum, and that is super super interesting. It's uh, I had no idea that his you know his root uh, kind of cause or his root reason for being was really social justice. It was about feeding the world, not about making a buck. Right, right. You know, which I think by all accounts he probably could have been fabulously wealthy with his his knowledge, but he chose to do really, really good mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I think we had then what was that, a mile of uh, headwind coming back home and then tailwind central. Yeah. We all kind of said, what happened here? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Were we? But yeah, then we flipped into the flipped into the head north and uh, tailwind the whole way and it was just no chain the whole way. But we're out of the flat too. Yeah, tomorrow the hills start, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think we got a little taste of that today and then tomorrow I think we really turn it on for hills. Yeah, that's what the that's what the the uh, route calls for, so mm-hmm. we'll see uh, see how we fare there. Sure. So parting thoughts for today. Um, you know, I, th- I think it, all, it something to consider, at least for other RAGBRAI riders, is it is that time of the week where you start to let your guard down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're tired. You know, you, you know, you kind of you've ridden a lot of miles now, and it's uh, it's important to be vigilant about talking and communicating. I mean, that's a that's a super important thing, um, and you know, just kind of staying aware because uh, you know you, nobody wants to end up on the ground. Yeah, yeah. All right, Th- Craig Cooper, thanks for uh, coming back today. Um, this is. Uh our opportunity to sign off on the Jesco Bike Podcast. Um, I hope you tune in. We've got at least uh, two more of these. We'll try to get uh, one tomorrow night. And uh, this one, we're, we're going to sign off live from the Super 8 <laughs> Motel in Cresco, Thanks. Iowa. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. So let's uh, just get out there and go bike.